No matter how happy someone may be or how easy someone's life may seem, there's always things going on beneath the surface that they might not want to share. But it can still be really helpful to talk to someone. I know there's times where there's things I want to grow and heal from in privacy. I don't necessarily want to confide in the people I would usually turn to because it's something so personal. But that doesn't mean I don't want advice or someone to help me gain understanding on the situation. Sometimes the perspective of someone who's not directly in your close circle can be so helpful. That's when I discovered BetterHelp Therapy. Regardless if you have a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety, or if you're just someone who's going through a hard time, therapy can give you tools to approach your life in a very different way. And that's why I'm excited to tell you guys about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible, and that's so important because finding a therapist can be really hard, especially when you're limited to the options in your area. BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote, and by filling out just a few questions, BetterHelp can match you with a professional therapist in just a few days. It's so easy to sign up and get matched with a great therapist. If you're interested and want to check it out, there's a link in my description. It's betterhelp.com collective delusion. Not only do I want to help you guys find a great therapist and help you heal and grow, but by clicking the link, you can actually get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. BetterHelp is already so affordable, so the extra 10% off is such a sweet little bonus. Sometimes finding a therapist you click with can kind of be a tricky process, so if you don't really fit with the therapist you're matched with, you can easily switch to a therapist for free without stressing about insurance, who's in your network, or anything like that. It's so nice to be able to confide in your loved ones, but there are times when you want to deal with your personal issues and grow through those things with someone who can offer a very objective perspective. So if you're struggling, consider online therapy with BetterHelp. Click the link in the description or visit betterhelp.com slash collective delusion. That's betterhelp.com slash collective delusion. Thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Hello, good morning, welcome to Collective Delusion. This is my podcast, my name is Vanessa Casada. So lately I kind of noticed myself like slipping into this feeling of what the fuck am I doing with my life? Nothing's really going on, like I'm so bored. I just felt like there was no excitement in my life. I was just like, just kind of been feeling like, okay, I'm ready for like a change or like something new because things are feeling a little dull around here. And I started to like validate this feeling in my own head and like it was going so deep so fast. And before I even knew it, all of a sudden I was like, what am I truly doing with my life? Like what is life even supposed to be? But you know, I think life is supposed to be about whatever the fuck you want it to be about. Like genuinely, you're supposed to fill your own life with whatever you enjoy, whatever makes you happy. And that obviously is gonna look different for everyone. So once I started, you know, thinking about that, kind of brought myself down from that feeling and I was like there's so much in my life that I have to enjoy like there's so many things around me that I'm taking for granted feeling like I have nothing you know so I was like you know what I want to talk about this because I feel like sometimes we just get bored in our own lives and we start to feel like our lives are so mundane it can easily seem like nothing is exciting to us anymore once we get comfortable and once we get used to like where we're at I feel like there is so much always going on in our lives, but sometimes we start to feel stagnant and then we start to feel like nothing is stimulating to us. 
So I kind of want to break this down and talk about like a few reasons why this might happen or why you might feel this way. Because I know I was feeling this way recently and I want to kind of give you some insight if you're also feeling similar. So I think your life can start to feel boring or start to feel mundane when you become desensitized to the things that you enjoy. And that basically means that things that we used to find so exciting no longer seem as exciting to us anymore. I think we naturally lose interest in things over time because when something becomes our new normal, it's no longer new and intriguing and mysterious. You know, like it becomes something that you're used to and in those moments we can kind of take it for granted. And sometimes when we are feeling like bored with our lives or the things around us, things that used to be so exciting or stimulating to us, we really should be grateful for all that we have and like where we are in life. A lot of times we're like jumping from like goal to goal and we don't realize that we're like in a place where we used to want to be so badly. And that's why I'm saying like we should be grateful to even be in that spot because there was a time where we weren't where we are now. And there was a time where we prayed to be where we are now. And even if it's just a small step from where you used to be, that's still progress. Like that's still growth. And just because something becomes your new normal or you get used to something doesn't mean that it's lost its value. Like I was saying, you might have prayed to be where you are or prayed for the things you have now. So just because you're used to it now doesn't mean you should look at it as meaningless or there's no value to it. Think about how you used to feel about it and you should still feel that same way. Plus being grateful for it. Like now that you have it, you should still feel like it's so meaningful and so valuable to you. And you should feel so grateful that you got where you are, you have what you have. You know what I'm saying? Excitement doesn't have to have an expiration date. It's all about your mindset and the way that you see it, as is pretty much everything that I talk about on this podcast. So to kind of avoid becoming desensitized to the things that you enjoy and to avoid eventually getting to that feeling of like, this isn't that exciting anymore. You know, I'm kind of used to this. There's so many things you can do. You can shift your perspective to see it in different ways. You know, like I was explaining earlier, like seeing how valuable it used to be to you and then you can find value in it now. You know, if there's an activity that you love that you don't want to become desensitized to, you can kind of add new elements to it. Or if you would usually do an activity alone, maybe you can try to do it with friends and that can make it more exciting and more fun. Or you can, you know, maintain excitement for an activity or something in your life because of the feeling that it brings you. Whether that feeling is excitement or whether it's something like comfort. I think when something becomes comfortable, we can often start to see it as boring, but instead we should be happy that we have something to comfort us. Comfort is a great feeling and it's not something that you should take for granted or overlook. And that's also kind of an example of shifting your perspective on something. You know, if you used to see an activity as getting kind of boring, you can now shift your perspective and see that activity as something that you do when you want to feel comforted. You see what I'm saying? I think your life can also start to feel a little boring or mundane when you're always looking towards the next big thing instead of just enjoying where you are in the present moment. I think sometimes when we set goals for ourselves, we can be a little bit harsh and we can kind of be like, oh, like I'll be happy when I get here, when I do this, when I reach this point. 
but only allowing yourself to be happy or to feel accomplished when you get to certain goals will make every step of the way that you take to get there feel so unimportant and mundane. And in reality, you know, we hear this all the time, it's about the journey, not the destination. Finding enjoyment in the process is what it's all about. Because at the end of the day, to reach that goal, you have to go through that process. And if you can't enjoy the steps that it takes to reach your goals, then you might end up, you know, giving up along the way. Or you might even think like this isn't even something you want to do anymore because it's not as fun as you thought it would be or it's not like you expected. But like I said, the only way to even reach that goal is to push through the journey. So for example, if you start learning how to play guitar and you're like, you know, I'll really enjoy this once I learn how to play a full song, like then I'll really like playing the guitar. If you look at it that way, then you might get frustrated, you know, learning the chords and kind of understanding the rhythm instead of enjoying that creative process, having fun in that. And if you get frustrated with that process and you don't enjoy it and you don't see the value in it, then you might even, you know, say, I don't think guitar is for me. You know, it's kind of a struggle. I didn't get there as fast as I wanted to. Didn't come to me naturally. But it's not about that. You know, guitar is a creative thing. You're supposed to have fun with it. Once you kind of understand like the chords and the rhythm and all of that, you can even make your own song. And that's why I'm saying like you should enjoy that creative process. That should be fun as well, not just when you learn the whole song, you know? Even if something like that is difficult, it can still be enjoyable to see yourself like work through that process and see all the progress that you make. And the process of doing things like playing the guitar can be so much fun. You know, you can take guitar lessons. You could join a guitar class and then make friends through that. Maybe you realize you want to start a guitar collection. (laughs) Maybe guitar is the first step to realizing your passion and love for music. You know, like the process can lead you to so many things and it can just be enjoyable in itself. If you think that you can only enjoy something at the final step or once you reach that big goal, you're going to end up resenting the process to get there, which can even make the final step feel like it wasn't even worth it. Or like I said earlier, you might not even end up getting to that final step because you didn't learn to enjoy that process and you just gave up. The process can be even more rewarding than the end result. Like I said, all the things that can come out of it, the friends you can make, the things you can learn about yourself, you know, your enjoyment for music. There's so much to look forward to and enjoy during the process. So, you know, remember to appreciate the steps between your goals. Appreciating those steps will help you understand the importance of them and you'll realize there's so much to enjoy while you work towards that big accomplishment. And I know that was only one example. I mean, you guys probably understand what I'm trying to say by now, but I'll kind of put it another way too. If you look at life for, you know, only those big moments, like the concert you're looking forward to going to, the car you're going to buy soon, the trip you're going to take, you might let those days leading up to those events pass you by when you could be enjoying that time as well. And I feel like I think about that a lot when I'm like, counting down days towards something or even counting down the days till something will like be over (laughs) like I do that a lot with my work weeks like let's say I work the first three days of the week and then I'm off for a couple days 
I'm like, okay, Monday done, Tuesday done, Wednesday done. Like, oh my God, thank God it's Thursday. Now I'm off. It's like, I could have been enjoying those past three days, but I was sitting here like looking at the clock, waiting for it to be the next day so that it could be sooner to the day that I have off. You know what I'm saying? But it's like those days can still be enjoyable. There's still things that I can do on those days to make me happy, to make me feel good. There's no reason for me to like spend that time tapping my foot, waiting for some event or something when I could be happy now. I could be happy today. I could be grateful today. You know what I'm saying? I just think looking forward to things can often make us overlook all the time that we can enjoy between now and then. And speaking of overlooking things, I think your life can also start to feel mundane when you start to overlook the beauty in the little things in your life. I honestly really think true enjoyment in life comes from enjoying the little things. And sometimes that doesn't come that easily. Sometimes you have to learn to be able to do that. Sometimes you have to learn to appreciate smaller things in your life. But the little things are all around you. It's things like appreciating nature, the coffee that you start your morning with, you know, painting in your free time, reading a book or watching a movie that you love, lighting a candle, taking a long warm shower, eating a delicious meal or like getting food that you've been craving. It's little things like that that can be so exciting to us and so fun and something that we can really look forward to. I think when you can only find enjoyment in life's big events or, you know, the things that only come around rarely, you miss out on being able to just enjoy your everyday tasks or just enjoy your day as a whole because it's made up of all these little events. And I think sometimes we even try to, like, set rules almost for ourselves, saying, like, We only want our lives to be full of great moments or we only want to do big things. Like we don't want to have a dull moment, but putting so much pressure on yourself to live a life of great big moments and doing big things can make you overlook the happiness that small moments can bring you as well. And like I was saying, when you learn to enjoy those small parts of your day, then you realize your entire day can be exciting. Because there's a small thing in the morning, there's a small thing in the afternoon, there's a small thing at night. Like, there's little things all around you all the time that you can enjoy, that you can find happiness in, that can bring you excitement. I really do think life is just about finding things that you enjoy and surrounding yourself with that. And there are no limits to how big or small those things can be. You can literally get excited about watching your favorite show. Or the fact that the store has the brand of peanut butter that you love. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really doesn't take that much. Enjoying the little things really brightens your outlook on your whole life. That's why I'm saying the little things are key to just being happy. When you learn to enjoy little things in your life, you're able to see that it doesn't take some big event to make you excited or to make you happy in life. Sometimes the best part of your week is the coffee or the smoothie you made every morning and that is okay. And another reason I want to mention why your life can kind of feel mundane or you can feel like things are getting a little boring around here is if you set your expectations too high. I think expectations can really kill an experience and I think sometimes we set our expectations too high and we just expect something to turn out a certain way and then you know when it doesn't we get really disappointed and you know it's okay to have expectations like I'm not saying it's not okay to set expectations for yourself or things in your life 
but when setting those expectations you should also be okay with multiple different outcomes like you should be okay with things turning out a different way than you expect otherwise like i said you're just going to be disappointed but you know just because something doesn't go the way that you wanted it to or the way that you expected it the way that you saw it to turn out doesn't mean that it wasn't a success or that it wasn't enjoyable expectations are so natural like we automatically picture how something's going to turn out or we automatically you know hype something up in our heads like oh my god i'm so excited for this i can't wait for this to happen because you know you're going to be happy you know you're going to be excited so you like you're building all this tension up you're building all of this pressure for this thing to turn out a certain way but i think the best thing that you can do is to just release control and allow things to play out naturally because in the end you probably don't have control 90% of the time and if you do that's great you can kind of skew it to turn out how you want it to whatever it is but a lot of the times we don't have control over situations or how an experience is going to go you know sometimes we're looking forward to a concert and we're so excited for it to happen it's going to be so fun it's like our favorite artist performing we're going with all our friends like it's it's supposed to be a great fucking time And you're picturing being able to like lay out on the grass with your friends, take pictures. It's going to be this like photo op of an experience. Like it's literally going to be picture perfect. And then the day of it starts raining and, you know, all of a sudden you kind of have to change your outfit. It's not as cute as you wanted it to be. You can't really get those photos anymore. But that doesn't mean that a concert in the rain isn't going to be so fun. Like that's a completely other experience. It's not what you expected. That doesn't mean it's not so great to dance in the rain with your friends, listening to your favorite artists. Like, that is such a great experience as well. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, expectations can ruin an experience, but only if you're, like, set on that expectation and you don't allow things to just play out how they're going to play out. You don't, you know, go with the flow. Because in that scenario that I just mentioned with this concert... You could go to that concert and be like, this fucking sucks. This is not what I wanted. I wanted it to be this sort of experience and it's just not that. And I'm so frustrated. I'm so upset. I spent all this money. It was a waste of my money, a waste of my time, like blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, you could be like, this is a great fucking experience. I never would have expected it to turn out this way. You know, we barely even got any pictures of the whole thing, but we had a blast in the rain. Like we made the most of it. It's all about being open-minded and not like putting so much pressure on your expectations because like I said, they do come pretty naturally. We do automatically kind of picture things playing out a certain way, but if you're able to go with the flow and you don't hold too much to that, then you can still enjoy things just as much or maybe even more. Not everything is going to go your way. Not everything's going to go how you imagined it. So it's important to learn to be okay with any outcome, no matter what outcome you're hoping for. You know, to avoid feeling like something was a failure or it wasn't enjoyable because it turned out that way. It's all about being open-minded and being able to shift mindsets. And then the last thing I want to mention about, you know, why you could feel like your life is boring or why it's feeling mundane, why you're not excited about your life, is just, you know, if you're going through the motions and you're not really working towards your own goals or your passions or like where you want to be in your life, 
And that could be because, you know, you're trying to like live for other people, whether that's like meeting others' expectations of you or, you know, just going along with like what the other people in your life are doing, like, you know, picking a career path that all your friends chose because you just want to go with the crowd. I think life can just feel so boring and it can even start to feel meaningless when you're not living for yourself. You're not doing what you want to do. You're not working towards a place that you want to be. Like I was saying, that can happen for many reasons. You can get to that point because of different things, but it's so important to like reflect on yourself and your life and just ask yourself, like, are you where you want to be? And if not, are you working towards where you want to be? And if not, why? And if you have no good reason, then now's the time to start. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, you will never feel fulfilled living a life for other people. Or if you're just genuinely like too scared to take a risk or to do something different that is something you want to do. It will never matter what other people think. It will never matter how people view your path. I say this so fucking often, but no one has your vision. So, you know, to other people, things you're doing might seem confusing. They might seem meaningless. They might seem stupid. might seem like a waste of time. But it's not like you look at everybody else's life and think that path is the right path or like a path that would make you happy. You know, like everyone's just so fucking different. Whatever the reason you're not doing what you want to be doing or you're not working towards where you want to be, it's not a good reason, okay? (laughs) I don't care what the reason is. It's not a good reason. This life is literally about you. It's about what you want to do. It's about how you feel while you're here on earth. I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Like there's no reason to look at other people's lives, you know, around you or online and be like, oh my god, I wish I was doing that. Why aren't you? Do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is stopping you? What is holding you back? Not a good reason, okay? So go. (laughs) Like, you're the only person standing in your way. This life is only what you make of it, so no matter what, you have to be living for yourself. You have to be on your path. Whatever your path looks like to you, that is your path. That's for you to experience. That's your journey. That's for you to understand. And it's never too fucking late. Like if that's another reason you're like, it's too late. I'm 50 and you know, I already am fully engulfed in a career in a couple years. Maybe I'll even retire. Like it's too late for me to do what I want to do or to do what I think will make me happy in life, to follow the path that I wanted to follow or that I want to follow now. It's never too fucking late, okay? If you want me to pull out fucking statistics, I can tell you things like Obama, (laughs) this is so random, Obama retired at like, what, 45 or 50? And Donald Trump started at 70. There's so many other cases like that with people you know who are so fucking successful. They might have started when they're 70, 80. Who knows how much time they have left? They don't care. They're gonna do it anyways, like... Like I'm saying, there is no good excuse. Like, you have to do what you want to do. It's never too fucking late. There's never a reason you shouldn't or can't or won't. Your life will only be as good as the things that you fill it with and the way that you see those things. So, overall, I think we can easily become bored with our lives and, you know, we can feel like there's nothing to enjoy in the present moment. Especially if we're in a headspace where we're, like, sad or upset but there is always things to enjoy in your life no matter how small like i said even if the highlight of your week was your morning coffee or smoothie that's something to be happy about that's something to be grateful for 
that you get to enjoy your favorite thing every morning. Or even if you, you know, spent your whole week doing nothing because you just wanted to relax and watch your favorite show and just chill and rest. That's a privilege to be able to spend your time exactly how you want to and to be able to have that free time to do that. And sometimes relaxing and resting is exactly what we need and the only thing that can make us feel good and feel happy because like I'm saying, that's what we need. Your perspective plays a big role in how enjoyable your life is. It's all about how you see those little things or whether you even notice them at all. Everything that I mentioned in this episode, all those reasons of why your life is feeling boring or why it's feeling mundane is based on a certain perspective and how you're viewing it. And you have the power to view things however you want. So choose to see the excitement in things. Choose to see the joy that it can bring you. Life can be enjoyable in so many ways, but it's up to you to decide what has the ability to make you happy. And that's the end of the episode. As always, I would love to hear what you guys think. Have you guys been feeling this way recently? Or, you know, do you remember the last time you felt this way and what you did to kind of help yourself get out of it? And, you know, was it shifting your perspective? Was it seeing things a different way? What helped you, like, see the beauty in life again? What helped you understand that, like, joy and excitement can come from little things, too? I want to know. You know, maybe you can help me or other people, so please share. (laughs) But thank you guys for listening to this episode. I feel like I did kind of repeat some of the things that I have said in past episodes, but, like, some of the things that I say, like, really do play a role in so many different topics and so many different parts of life. And that is why I repeat them, because I want to emphasize the role that they play in so many different things and how important they are to understand. So, I hope things don't sound too repetitive, but I think it is good to hear these things again. And I want to say thank you to everyone who shows support, everyone who, you know listens to my episodes i mean obviously i hope you enjoy it um i hope you're listening because you really want to but it really does help me out and shows me that people you know really do like what i have to say and the topics that i bring up so thank you for your support and you know thank you to everyone who like rates and reviews my podcast your feedback and your support is so important to me so i just want to say thank you And with that being said, if you want to support me further, (laughs) you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. If you're watching the video version, you can give this video a thumbs up, leave a comment, turn on my notifications on YouTube. And if you listen on audio on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, like I was saying, you can rate my podcast or leave a review. So that is very helpful. Thank you so much. And then if you just want to keep up with my podcast on socials, um, you can follow the TikTok at Collective Delusion Pod. You can follow the Instagram at Collective Delusion Podcast. And you can follow my personal Instagram at KillNessa with three L's in the kill if you feel like it. (laughs) I always appreciate you guys. So thank you again for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Let me know how you're feeling about this. And I will talk to you guys next week.